Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels, and today I want to talk about anticipation, why it happens, and how to fix it. This could be anything from hitting a barrel going in, or having rate too soon, possibly losing your pocket going in, which will cause you to go by the barrel or take it on the exit, and um, all of those things. So let's talk about anticipation. If it's caused by the rider, you need to look at a few cues that the rider could be doing to cause it. If the rider is going to the barrel and not looking at spot one, um, the, uh, the uh, entrance going into the turn, but instead looking down the horse's neck at the barrel, that will be the first reason that it is caused by. So the rider should be looking between the horse's ears. When you're going to first barrel from the alleyway, you should be focused on your arc. Every horse is going to have a different arc. Some little caddy horses might only need a five or six foot arc. Your normal horse probably you know, six, I mean, seven or eight. And then, um, your big Bubba with the big stride or, or a uh, big motor, or maybe more of a slicing or, or rollbacking type style. Um, you know, it's a lot to do with the size and the stride and the speed, but that horse might need more. They might need nine to 11 feet. So, um, you just have to look at your arc and then when you're riding, you don't want to be leaning ever, not down the neck, not on the inside hip or the outside hip, but just in the middle of your horse. You know, if you did anything, if you had a horse that wanted to uh, cut you off, you could have a little bit more weight on your outside hip or outside stirrup, but you want to keep everything else square. Look between your horse's ears, keep your hands even, low and forward. And um, keep your shoulders and hips square, looking and riding straight up into the hole. The hole is that spot between spot one, the entrance, and spot two, the backside. And that's where you should be looking. An average horse um, needs a three or four foot pocket. You know, the smaller, more caddy horse, a three foot pocket's plenty. You know, a little bit bigger, maybe four foot. The real big Bubba horse might need five foot. But anything over that is a problem because you're going to start to drop that shoulder, lose that hip, and then take an extra stride around the barrel. And you don't want that. We ultimately only want two strides of rate and only two strides around each barrel, even though each barrel is different. First being a three quarter turn, second being a full turn, and third being a half a turn. But ultimately, it can be caused by the rider for three reasons. One, when the rider sits for rate, they, on a push horse, sat too soon. Or two, the rider didn't ride straighter longer, meaning body and hands saying go straight. They instead dropped their rein, lift, dropped their outside rein, went to the horn, and lifted their inside hand. By lifting your inside hand and looking down the horse's neck, you just told them to turn. So even if you go to the horn and sit for eight on a horse that's more free running, you still want to look and ride straight. You want to ride up in the hole. And um, that even that little bit, if your hand is forward and your body's still staying square, because you can ride your horse one-handed through the whole pattern if your horse is, is taught that way. But the key is to not look in, not to lift, and not to lean in. 
as long as you're looking between those ears and your hand is low and forward and your eyes, your body, everything, your legs are saying go straight, go straight, go straight, you should be fine. But all I have to do is put a video in slow motion and I can quickly see when a rider turns their face to look down the horse's neck or lifts their hand even just an inch or put some weight on that inside hip. All of those will cause anticipation in a horse. So that's the first thing you want to fix. Um, if you think it's you or you're not sure, you think, well, maybe it's my horse. There's an excellent exercise, a drill that you can do, and I call it straighter longer. That's where you ride your hand, your horse, two hands, at a walk on the pattern, and your goal is to walk all the way until your leg or their hip gets to the barrel without them trying to slow up or turn. If you feel them slow up or turn, then you know the anticipation is ingrained in their mind as well. But if you look and ride, three or four feet to the side of the barrel and three or four feet past the barrel as you are walking and they go right where you tell them, then you know that it was probably a rider error. To double check it, then go back. After you do all three barrels the same way, go ahead and trot to the barrel. Trot all the way until your leg or their hip gets to the barrel and do not use outside rein to keep them straight. Keep your hands balanced and even. If you need to use your, your feet or your voice to drive them in the hole, that's fine. But they should not be trying to turn. They should not be trying to drop their shoulder. They should not be doing anything but staying square and going where you tell them and stopping square. Not with their hips out. Um, and front feet in, they should be front feet and back feet on the same tracks when you stop. And then if they do it perfect at a trot, do it at a lope. Not a, not, I don't like the run up in there and slam them into the ground thing. I'm just talking about an easy lope and a loose rein stop. And mind you, when you say whoa, these should not be pulled back on the reins because if they are, you have some other problems you need to work on with holes in your foundation, such as loose rein whoa. So if you lope up in there, you're riding two hands, your eyes are looking between their ears, your hands are even and low and forward, your shoulders are square, your hips are square, you have even balance in both stirrups, and you're maybe pushing with your legs all the way up in there, and then you sit and say, whoa, and they stop square, you know that the horse is just doing what the rider's asking in competition. But if you do feel the horse get scotchy or try to cut you off or try to turn without permission, or if you felt the need to pull on your outside rein, then you know you have an anticipation problem in your horse. And that's an excellent time to do the TLC drills such as the straighter longer that you just did. And it's also a good time to do uh, in and outs. Now in and outs is just for training. You would not use these cues in competition and you would mainly do it at a walk or a post-trot sit jog and maybe a slow lope. But again, you would ride to your arc and then a three foot pocket is your goal. So from your arc, you would be looking at a three foot pocket, but then you'll sit and put your weight in your outside stirrup, pick your horse up, and this is at a walk first, um, pick their nose up, and their shoulder up to the inside, which will automatically put them on their hindquarters. 
with their hindquarters in. So just a little nose in, shoulder up, which automatically soften the ribs, but it puts the hip and the pivot foot under. So from the place where the um, tracks cross, you're stepping that outside stirrup, use your inside hand and leg to get nose and shoulder, and then ask them to laterally move from three feet to five feet, so that when you're at spot one, the entrance, you're at five feet. And then ride that hip to the back side of the barrel, and you can go five feet back there too. Four or five feet is big, would be good while well, you're picking up that nose and the shoulder and thinking ride that hip, ride that hindquarters to the back side. And then when they get between spot two and three, you can let them finish tight with a three foot pocket. So that's going to be like five, four, three or five, five, three, but keeping the nose and shoulder up uh, out and keeping that hip and pivot foot in and under and riding the hindquarters because that's what anticipation is. It's a very common issue with um, novice horses or novice riders letting the horse turn too soon on that front end at that shoulder. So you want to change your mindset and your horse to thinking ride your hindquarters around the barrel, not turn when your shoulder gets to the barrel. So that is your your goal. So as you finish and leave that barrel tight, you'll go, um, as soon as you leave first, you want to move over immediately the first stride out where your horse's tail is even with the barrel. And then you're looking and riding to a three foot pocket next to second, but two strides out, sit, step in that outside stirrup, pick up that nose and shoulder, and you don't need to stop. You can do this with fluidity. We're, um, straighter longer you walk stop trot stop lope stop this one you're going to just continuously go from a fast walk to a slow walk pick up the shoulder move out laterally five four three but keeping shoulder up ride that hindquarters to the back side and if you have a horse that really feels like they're getting scotchy, give them five, five, three, you know, keep five, five, three, and then let them finish tight. But don't go over five because then you open yourself up to a whole new ball of wax of a horse that's taking too much pocket or gets in the habit of too much pocket through your slow work. So again, it's all about riding that hindquarters to the backside and picking up that shoulder and taking out that desire to want to turn when their shoulder gets to the barrel. So again, second barrel, as soon as you leave it, move back over where your horse's tail is even with second, looking and riding to a three foot pocket on third, two strides out, step in your outside stirrup, pick up that nose and shoulder with your inside hand and leg, move them out, five, four, three, or five, five, three. And again, um, when the nose is in and the shoulder's up, it's automatically gonna put the hip in. If you don't get shoulder, you could just rubber neck. You could just get nose and swing your hip. So it's all about the shoulder. If you pick up the shoulder and move it to the outside, automatically puts the hip in. You never wanna counter arc around the barrels where the shoulder's dropping and the butt's swinging. One, it's dangerous, and two, it's bad form. So always do it that way, um, where the nose is slightly in, you know, just enough where you see a little eye or nostril. You don't need that head or neck bent and cranked in, just the shoulder up and softly out, um, which automatically softens the ribs a little with your inside leg as well. Um, you know, you could use scissor legs if necessary, um, inside leg by the front cinch, outside leg by the back cinch, but ultimately you want to go ahead and um, just know your horse. Every horse is going to be different for their sensitivity. Some horse, just your pants touching their hair is enough and others you may have to put your foot or your spur into them to get that kind of reaction. So again, every horse is different. So give and take pressure starting light always and um, increase as needed, but always using give and take pressure. 
So then you could repeat the in and out drill at a post trot to a sit jog. So you post trot to first, step in your outside stirrup as you sit for rate and collect them about two or three strides from the barrel where the tracks cross. Pick up that shoulder and nose and move them out. Five, five, four. Same situation. So um, in and outs and straighter longer will fix problems with hitting barrels going in rating down too soon maybe they're rating three strides out or taking your pocket away going in causing you bad positions stalling out or blowing out wide um, so again you wouldn't want less than three feet going in in most cases uh, most horses need that Remember, there's several styles of turning. You've got your four-wheel drive horse, which would be the easiest way to get around a barrel, but you have the ones that kind of load the front end more, or maybe they roll back more, uh, or stiffer styles. You know, but a four-wheel drive horse that has a little bend to them is actually the easiest timing-wise to ride, but not every horse wants to be that way when they're a finished barrel horse. I do think you should try to start them all that way. And then as they develop their true authentic style, if it's a winning style, then you just make adjustments with your timing and position for them. But ultimately during the week, you want to work on their weaknesses and develop their strengths. And that's, you know, a whole another podcast. So, but anyways, thanks for tuning in. And I hope that gave you some uh, ideas on how to handle anticipation in your barrel horse or in yourself because nine times out of ten it can be caused by the rider so be sure to look at your videos in slow-mo send them to me as a coach I'll be happy to do that for you um, join my virtual group and um, and we can learn a lot just by breaking down your videos so pictures can tell too but the thing with pictures is they can catch you in one moment and miss the next moment where you're correct or vice versa. And um, that's why slow motion videos is actually the best way to tell if you're um, doing things correctly. So anyways, thanks again. And as always, ride with heart.